Hello, I'm Matt Peer, Director of Enrollment Management, and welcome to the Darlington Podcast. Today, I'm here with juniors and three-year boarding students, Thomas Bethel of Atlanta, Georgia, and Liz Boyd of Prospect, Kentucky. And we're going to be talking about the boarding program at Darlington. Welcome to the Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia. Join us as we take a look inside and outside our classrooms and connect with students, teachers, alumni, and more. Thomas and Liz, thank you again for being on today's podcast and sharing more about your boarding experience at Darlington with our listeners. As a director of admissions, I would love to hear about your journey on how you decided to go to boarding school and, and why you chose Darlington. Liz, your mom graduated from Darlington. Um, please tell us a little bit about why you chose Darlington, why you decided to go to boarding school, did the fact that your mom is an alum play any role in your decision making? Um, so I was when I was looking at boarding schools, Darlington wasn't even an option. My mom didn't tell me about it until I looked at other boarding schools and I decided I didn't really like them. And she brought me here and I instantly like loved the energy and the campus. So it was just an easy option after looking at the other schools. And then seeing the school, I was like, this is the school I want to go to. We actually came because it was her alumni weekend. And she decided to take me here. And we didn't actually tour the campus. We just kind of looked around. And I was here for like two days. And I was like, I want to go here. This is where I want to go. So I guess her being an alum did play into it, but not as much as you would think, I guess. Great. So you sort of knew in the fall, was that of your 8th grade year, your 7th grade year? My 8th grade year, it was, yes, the fall of my 8th grade year. Great. Now, Thomas, and your story's a little different. You went to a junior boarding school in New England, and you know that I used to work at a different junior boarding school. So tell us a little bit about your thought process to, to go off to a junior boarding school, and then why you decided to, for high school, come back to the state of Georgia. <clears throat> well... Going all the way up into the school in Connecticut, it was it was just far from home. And I, I wasn't I wasn't opposed to that. And I think just as I grew, and there were all these like great options for a Northeast prep school up there, I just I wanted to be closer to home. And it kind of worked out. It worked out really nicely because there's family history at Darlington too. My uh, my great grandfather went here back when it was all boys. It's like way in the mid '90s or 1900s. Uh, and it all it all just kind of fell fell into place and worked out. So you guys have seen lots of different boarding school campuses. It sounds like. What is it about Darlington that that sort of made it special in your mind deciding to to come here? Um. So this is kind of weird, but the trees here, because the other schools I looked at didn't have any like scenery or anything, and I liked the lake. I liked the trees. I liked how it wasn't just like a flat kind of campus it was more hilly i just it was so pretty so that was what's different between the campuses i think thanks Liz. what about you thomas uh it's a it's a neat campus and i mean i live right above math and english classes are easy to get to the sport fields are just seconds away just a small walk which is different than than the schools up north uh there's a lot of scenery that I like and enjoy. 
uh, facilities are, are nice. Great. You know, uh, one of the things that attracted me here after working in New Hampshire and Connecticut was the house system. Uh, I really look forward to um, experiencing what that was like. I mean, you guys have had uh, heads of house in your life. Uh, let's start with you. Can you tell me a little bit about the relationships that you've developed with not just your heads of house, but with the other duty teachers in your dorms? Um, so when I was in Cooper, I this is my first year ever, and it was my head of house's first year ever, so she had a new slate, new opportunities with kids, and I instantly connected with her. Like, it was awesome. Like, when, once COVID happened and Cooper was shut down, she went to T-Wood, and I was going to go to register. But she went to T-Wood, and I decided I wanted to follow her to T-Wood. So that initial connection was just so, like, so much better than what I could have gotten at, like, public schools. This year, I've connected a lot more with the other heads of houses and the teachers that live in there. So it's like, I don't know, the connections with teachers are just amazing. What's one of your favorite moments of a connection with the people that do duty in the dorms or their families that are, that are there? Some special they've done for you or helped you in any way or supporting you at, at different events? Yeah, coming to my games and just kind of being there for me as a parent role. Cause my parents don't come to my games. They're not able to physically be there. So then like cheering me on and then after the game, being there to kind of cheer me up about it. Great. It's great. Thomas, you've been with, with, with Mr. Smith for a couple of years now and he's given you the opportunity to, to lead the dorm. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your relationship with, with Mr. Smith and the other uh, faculty that do duty in, in Somerville? Uh, it's a it's a good relationship. Uh, we've we've kind of grown past two years, especially last year with COVID year. So it's a lot of just mentoring and, and getting ready for this year. Uh, our dorm parents are are great. I think I think we've got a really good set of dorm parents in there. It's always fun. Uh, they're always they're always making sure that you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, staying ahead in classes. Uh, it, it's just it's it's a good bond. It's fun. Great. Now, let's talk a little bit about roommates. I know that's one thing that's on people's minds as they're thinking about going off to boarding school. Liz, how would you sort of characterize your relationship with your different roommates over the last three years? So my freshman year, I had a leader, Trinity, and I loved her. She was amazing. So when she went to T-Wood, I also went to T-Wood, so we were like, let's just be roommates again. So I had Trinity as a roommate freshman and sophomore year. And so then she wanted to be a head prefect in Cooper. And so I was gonna be with somebody like new, but then I got a roommate named Emmeline and she asked me to be a roommate. I said, why not? So we're roommates now, it's great. Roommates, I feel like when you come to boarding school, people are like, oh, I'm gonna hate my roommate. No, not really, it's not, that's not how it goes. You get to know them. And then you kind of create this bond with them. Great. Tell us about your roommates over the years. Uh, it's crazy the relationship you build with a roommate. It, it's so much different than just any other member in the dorm. I remember I, when I first moved in, in the middle of the semester, it was Simon. We had a short like five weeks together, but we still created a bond and we're still good friends today. Last year was Adrian in the assist program. It's just for a year, and it's 
it's sad when they when they go, but it's it's long term, and you know they always have your back. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point. You know, you guys have been here for three years. We we do have some students uh, who come to Darlington for a, a one year experience. Um, so, what is it like living with students from not just the United States but around the world? It's awesome. The amount of stuff that you learn, and even some some culture items that you might receive as well that they'll bring you or uh, exchange with you and you could share with them. Like I've shared with Casper a lot of my Auburn fan gear uh, because I know I know big SEC schools aren't like that out in Germany, right? So it, it, it's fun going through that process and it just brings a whole other aspect to, to boarding life along with being a boarding student. Liz, any thoughts about having classmates, teammates from across the country and around the world? Having teammates, you just do everything together. Like you go to school together and then you go to practice together and you eat dinner together. Like you just create like this sort of like sister bond that you won't get anywhere else. Cause I grew up with two brothers. So I never had that sort of bond with a sister that most other siblings have. So coming here and having that is great. It's amazing. I think, you know, the relationships you develop in the dorm and the classroom on the playing field are important. Now let's sort of switch gears and talk a little bit about what you guys do after school. Uh, Thomas, what, what sports have you been involved with with your time here? Uh, football and baseball. Liz, what about you? Uh, basketball and lacrosse. So you know, when, I, when I think about those four teams, you guys have found a lot of success uh, in your time here. Is there a favorite moment or game or team or play that you can remember from uh, the football or baseball season the last couple of years? Uh, football this year, for sure. We were playing Christian Heritage at home. Uh, we lost to them last year <clears throat> in, a, in a heartbreaker. And it was just, it was a back and forth last six minutes of the game. It was physical and Patrick had that like 12 yard run or something to, to seal the deal with a couple of seconds left. It was just, it was a fun environment. Good to beat Christian Heritage. Great. Besides Mr. Tennell dancing in the locker room after the Calhoun game, Liz, any memories that stand out from your athletic career? That's actually what I was going to say. <laughs> um, just like when you beat somebody that is so like hard to beat and that you've been wanting to beat for the, for the past like year, it's just amazing. And that afterwards game, after the Calhoun game with our coaches was amazing. Like we were just banging on the lockers, they came in with water everywhere. It was awesome. Good. You know, um, along the lines of, of people that are here to support you uh, throughout your Darlington career, um, you know, in my mind, we have a, a, a really good partnership with Atrium Health and our trainers. And has our training staff been able to, to help either of you guys and your many injuries that you may have had in your time here? Definitely. Uh, I've had some some knee troubles, but I know that our trainers always have my back. They make recovery so much easier. They're very helpful, and they're they're and and, and you gain a lot of confidence with just uh, routines and stuff that they get you in. And and you know that at the end everything will be okay, and you'll be back to your normal self. Um, I've also had a lot of knee troubles starting freshman year. Um, you just create a bond with them. And you're always in there. So I'm always in there before games and practices. So 
I created a great, like, he's always going to be there for me and they're always going to be there for me if I get hurt. So, but yeah, they're always there. Some people are scared to go in there all the time, but there's no reason to. Like, they're, they're so welcoming and nice. They'll help you with anything you need. Yeah, so you've got, it sounds like you have support systems in the, the dorm with, with great faculty members. Uh, I think you guys have really good coaches. you got athletic training staff. If you had to think about one person on this campus, whether it's a teacher, coach, advisor, dorm parent, who is your go-to person when, when you need advice, when you need help? Uh, who, who can you trust? I could trust Miss Bruce, definitely. Like anything I tell her, I know nobody else will know. So, and I think she'll always help me with anything I want, ever. Like, I just trust her 100%. So you've had Miss Bruce as your dorm parent for three years. You want to stay in Thornwood for next year? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. What about you, Thomas? Who's your, who's your go-to person when, when you need something? Probably Coach Smith at FHS. Uh, I just, we're, we're so close with each other. And I just, I, I really appreciate him. And I know he'll, he'll have my back. So I know, I know if I need anything. He's the guy. Well, great. I'm, I'm glad that the um, your heads of house, those people that you're, you're living with, are, are so impactful in your life. Uh, one of the questions that I got when I was sort of the upper school director, and now I get even more in admissions, is about the food at boarding schools. Uh, you know, we do use Flick Independent School Dining. Uh, I'm not going to ask you about every meal they, they prepare, but what would be your favorite meal that, that you've eaten in the dining? Spaghetti and meatballs. Spaghetti and meatballs? I get, I get pretty fired up for, for for some spaghetti and meatballs. What about you, Liz? I actually like the chicken alfredo a lot. Okay. I think that's probably my favorite. They barely do it ever, but it's great when they do it. But there is sort of enough variety of meals. I mean, you guys are eating there three times a day, seven days a week that, you know, I wish we had chicken alfredo a little bit more, but <laughs> there, there are a, a, a lot of meals there. You know, one of the changes that we made a couple years ago is, is adding the fourth meal. Is that something that the kids in your dorm take advantage of, being able to go a couple nights a week and, and have social time, but additional food in the dining hall after study hall? Definitely. For, fourth meal is awesome. I, I think it's one of my favorite on-campus things. It, just, it gives you a, a chance to, to go out of the dorms one more time before bed, and it's, it's more food, too. So, I completely agree with Thomas. Like... When we get hyped up for fourth meal, we run over here because that line gets so long. So yeah, it's probably one of the best things during the week. Great, you know, as we are right in the middle of our, our admissions season, um, was there any advice that you would give for families that are thinking about coming to Darlington, whether it's students or, or parents? Take a visit. I, I really think that if you got to see the campus, ask a couple boarders some questions, teachers. It's, it's really an experience that you don't want to miss out on, especially here. Yeah, I would say visit the campus because that was a huge, like, that won me over. So, like, if you're just looking at the website, that's, it doesn't do the campus justice at all. You have to be in the environment because, like, kids in the hallways, you go into the classrooms, you see it's the same thing. It's just... You have to be on campus to know how you feel about it. Great. Hopefully we'll get a, a lot of visitors over the next couple of weeks after this podcast launches. All right. Final question. May 13th, 2023. 
It may feel like a long time away, but your graduation is kind of right around the corner. Um, what will be going through your minds as you prepare to walk across the stage and, and receive that diploma? Uh, what will you miss the most about your time at Darlington? Friends, uh, other relationships, sports. It'll it'll definitely be tough, and I haven't I haven't thought too much about it, but I know that it is it is really getting in the near future. Um, just the whole experience. There's really there's really nothing else you could ask for. With this, it's so unique. Uh, not not many other people can get it, especially around here. It's just it's it's a small community of boarding students, and you really can't take that for granted. So you really just gotta soak it all in. You won't get the feeling of Darlington anywhere else. Like any college you go to, you just won't get it. Like all the international students come. You get to meet them and talk about their experiences. You talk about yours. If you go to college, it's not you're not gonna get any of that. That's not it's not Darlington. So that is the one thing I'm really scared of losing is the community here. But friends here are long term. You will always have friends here. You started off the conversation talking about uh, coming back for alumni weekend. You know, I think our alumni base uh, is incredible. I think you know, seeing people come back year in and year out for those alumni weekends, taking advantage of our Darlington Connect program. And I'm confident that in, in a couple of years, we're going to be able to lean on you guys to, to help recruit future students to Darlington and to be active in our alumni community. Um, and, and I just want to thank you guys for being part of our podcast today. We're glad that you tuned in to this episode of the Darlington Podcast. Tune in each week wherever you listen to your podcast. And don't forget to subscribe. You can check out today's show notes at darlingtonschool.org backslash podcasts. If you have any questions about today's program or have ideas for future episodes, please send an email to communications at darlingtonschool.org. The Darlington Podcast, a production of Darlington School in Rome, Georgia, is a collaboration between the Communication, Advancement, and IT teams, and the intro music is student-produced. See show notes and hear more episodes at www.darlingtonschool.org podcast.